Welcome to the Mind Matters Podcast, hosted by Gordon Bruin, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this insightful podcast, Gordon explores the intricate relationship between the mind and the brain, shedding light on the fascinating world of psychology and neuroscience. By delving into this complex interplay, the podcast will empower you with a deeper understanding of your mental processes, paving the way for personal healing and growth. Join Gordon Weekly as he unravels the mysteries of the mind, offering valuable insights and practical guidance for your mental health and a more profound connection with your inner self. In this podcast, I want to talk about and explain the concept of learned helplessness and what we can do to confront that if we're experiencing that in our lives. The term learned helplessness comes from the the psychologist Martin Seligman, who in 1965 was doing research um, with dogs. And let me just try to readers digest what he did. He'd take three different dogs and one dog, they they, would produce a, a, a mild shock to the dog, but the dog would have the capacity to, when it was, was shocked, to get a jump away from the shock. Uh, I think the original research, actually, they created a tone first and then a shock. And, but they, they conditioned the dog to say, you can get away from this, and the dog did. Second dog gave him the same shock, but they put him in a confined, in, confined environment where it was not allowed to free itself. And then the third dog, they just did nothing to. They didn't shock it at all. Then after they conditioned these three dogs, they, they took them into something called a shuttle box, which had a low barrier on one side. So they placed them in, the, in one end of the box, and there was a low barrier. And then they were given a shock. And the idea of the researchers is that all of these dogs would just jump over to freedom, so to speak. The first dog, the dog that was conditioned to get away from the shock originally, when the shock happened, it did. It jumped over. It got out. The, the third dog, who had no conditioning at all, but was placed in a box and was given a shock, it could see that it could get away from it. It jumped over and got away from it. Here's the stunning part of the research. The second dog, the one that was originally conditioned to, to to see that no matter what it did, it couldn't get away from it. When it was placed in an environment where it could get away, it didn't. It just sat there. And so they watched this, then they go, all right, let's test this out a little further. So they got eight triads of dogs. That means they did this same exact experiment eight different times. And six of the eight uh, experiments with the second dog just sat there. So two, two of them apparently learned on their own to jump out, even at when they were conditioned to be helpless. But that's pretty a stunning um, statistic that six of the eight who were free to escape a shock didn't. They just sat there. And the, the implication of this research was drawn to human psychology, wondering, well, how does that apply to us? What if you're raised in an environment where you're told that nothing you do will ever amount to anything? 
that you're worthless or that you're abused or you're taught that or you've learned from experience not to trust those whom you should trust, that you've been betrayed, early childhood trauma. As a, as a therapist who has worked with many survivors of early childhood trauma, I have seen a common theme that many stay in the stuck and frozen state. The work, the, the idea behind even starting these podcasts is that if any such person is listening to the sound of my voice, I want them to know that they do not have to stay stuck. They can find ways out of this, and it's, it's, um, there's many powerful techniques of processing past trauma. There's new therapies that have come online recently. Um, EMDR is one. Uh, the clients that I've worked with, with EMDR, I've seen amazing results with many of them. I would say eight out of 10. And that's why I say every single situation is different. There's not one thing that works for everybody. But what I would encourage you to do is to keep asking questions. Keep striving to learn. Don't give up. I 100% believe that no matter where you are in the process of time, there is power within you to change the course of your life if you do not like the direction in which you're heading, um, you can change it by what you choose to believe. Believing certain things is a choice. But because of the way, and I explained this a little more in the Mind and Brain podcast, because of the way our physical brain works, when negative things happen to us, we, in a sense, become like the dog in the shuttle box. We shuttle box, we become hardwired to respond to feeling, it just doesn't matter what I do. Nothing is going to change. That is not a good state to be in. Because you do have the power to change things. It, it takes, it, I don't even know how you can go forward in life without and moving past this without the concept of faith. Yes, faith. F-A-I-T-H means, and I look at it, I heard a wonderful definition of faith. It is the intelligent force in the universe that causes things to happen. I believe this is what Steve Jobs tapped into when people, with the founder of Apple, when people say that he had this thing called the reality distortion field about him. And when, they, when his bio, biographer, Walter I, Isaacson, talked about this, and he said he just had this this. A chosen belief, a vision inside of himself of what he wanted to create. He chose to believe in that so powerfully that he influenced other people. That's faith. It's like it's like electricity. And when you tap into this source, it's like anything becomes possible. I believe that's what in the Bible, what Jesus was talking about when he says to him that believeth, all things are possible. Some seem to have found the capacity to actually tap in to that source to make things happen. Phil Knight did the same thing with, with uh, Nike. He just he had an absolute passion 
and belief about shoes. He, in reading his his bio, autobiography, it's like, I just believed everyone would be better, healthier if they were running. And I wanted to make a difference. And I thought our shoes were the best. That's what led his life to creating one of the most powerful brands in the world. And overcoming naysayers, overcoming those who say you can't do things. I, I so encourage you to look inside yourself wherever you are right now to create a better future for yourself, to live it right now in your mind's eye, even by asking yourself certain questions. Why am I so happy right now? Why is my life moving in a positive direction? Why am I uh, letting all these negative past influences just evaporate from my from my life? Although maintaining the positive learning experiences so that I can be safe in the future. I mean, I'm not saying negate the past completely because we learn from it. But I love something that Helen Keller said. Helen Keller to me is such an inspiring individual. You know, deaf and blind and learn to speak and learn to, to read Braille and to be a great communicator. She says, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. And, and, and part of her quote, I don't have it before me right now, but it says something to the effect of security does not exist in nature, nor do the bulk of children of men ever experience it. Trying to stay safe is no better than outright exposure. So it's kind of like, you know, the dog in the shuttle box. Bad, if bad things, using a metaphor for us as humans, if bad things happen to us, we have trauma in our life. Every one of us experience that stuff. Every one of us come across negative things. Every one of us have self-doubt. Well, give equal time to the other part of yourself that says, I can. I can achieve. I have a, uh, and develop a healthy sense of humor, learn when it's appropriate to laugh, get out of victim, any victim mentality, just refuse to be a victim. And, and the work is not allowing the negative things in the past to control our future. Now is the only thing we ever have. Where are you right now, right day, right today? If there's issues, so Here's the takeaway from this podcast. If there's something you know you need to do, if there's something you know you need to say to deal with a particular issue right now in a healthy manner that's really bothering you, take care of it. Take care of it and do it. Trust yourself that you have the capacity to move forward in a positive way. Thank you for joining us. If you want more in-depth knowledge and tools to aid your recovery journey, check out Gordon Bruin's book, Recovery Simplified. Gordon dives deeper into the complex mind, offering a comprehensive guide to the recovery process. To get your hands on this priceless resource, visit our website at gordonbruin.com, where you'll find more information about Recovery Simplified and how it can be a powerful companion toward healing and personal transformation.